All right, give us a, give us a honk if you appreciate the worship team here tonight. Yeah, well, thank you, team. Thank you, team. I know Shauna and Katie and Karina and now Elijah on the team have worked so hard throughout COVID and even getting this prepared. You don't understand there's a lot of extra work involved, moving stuff out, moving stuff in, getting the sheets prepared and, and all that. But just I appreciate the fact that I have a team here that I serve with that um, get it done. You know, they, they, you know, they don't see obstacles. They see opportunities and they move ahead. And this is the ethos of New Life Community Church. It started as a church saying, let's try innovative things to reach out and to share the good news of Jesus Christ with our community. And so this summer, we're going to talk about here on Wednesday nights, what is the difference? What is the difference that Jesus Christ can actually make in a person's life? Because is there really a difference? If there's no difference, then why bother? But if there is a difference, then you can't, you have to seriously consider what that difference is. Is And over the summer, I'm going to tell a number of stories and tie it into what the scripture, what we learned from the New Testament about Jesus Christ, from the, the men who saw him and who wrote down for us an account of his life. We're going to, we're going to see, they, they give us some clear pictures of Jesus, but I want to just put into some pictures so you can kind of envision what is the difference that Jesus makes. And so this week, um, we start with a little boy named Timo. Timo grew up on an island. Now, some of you are thinking island. You're thinking like, you know, pina colada and, you know, lawn chair on the sandy beach. No, this wasn't Timo's island. Timo's island was the garbage dump for the city across the bridge. It was a large island, and every day trucks came in full of garbage and dumped it on the island and got off the island. There was one way in and one way out across this bridge. The bridge was guarded. People that lived on the island were not allowed to go to the mainland. You see, what happened was, as this dump grew, people began to live there. People began to have children there. They kind of, you found the garbage. You built your home out of garbage. You ate garbage. You survived in the garbage. And this was Timo's life. One of his earliest memories was waking up in this crate that his family lived in to find himself all alone. Everyone was gone. I mean, he was five, six, maybe. No family, no mom, no dad, no sisters, no brother. All gone. You see, what happened was on the island, every, every once in a while, people would try to get across the water. And that was terrible currents and riptides and patrols. And, and it was a very dangerous. And in fact, in Timo's life, he had never, ever heard of anyone actually getting across. And, and he figured that this was his guess because no one ever saw them again, that they had paid someone. All they had enough with money for was the rest of the family. And they thought, well, he's the oldest. He'll survive. And they left him there. He was unwanted abandoned, orphaned on the island. The island was a rough place. It was brutal. People fought. You had to, to kind of survive. He learned very early on that no one wanted him. He went to, from place to place and saw if someone would look after him, and no one wanted him. No one cared about him. He had to look out for himself. And that was the, kind of the whole thing of the island. You looked out for yourself. You stole. You lied. You did whatever it could to survive. He often at night would be chased by larger boys into a pile of rubble. He'd creep into in between the cracks of this lumber and this wood that was in a pile. The boys would get on top and jump on that pile trying to crush him. And this was his life. It was constant fear, constantly being afraid, constantly being chased, constantly being hungry. This was the island. But he knew across the bridge there was a better life. 
But no one could get across. He, he had heard of people going to the bridge, but there was this large gate, big fences, razor wire, dogs running around. And if you didn't have the documents, you couldn't get across. Well, the problem is all these people born on the island had no documents. They were stuck on the island. It was horrible, awful. No one cared about you on the island. Until one day, a man showed up on the island. This man was different than anyone else they'd ever seen on the island. One, he, he wasn't quite as, you know, you know, he had real clothes on. They weren't just kind of clothes that you dug out the pile. Uh, but he was pretty normal, but, but he came to help people. You see, no one on the island did that. But this guy came, and he, he brought food, and he had this, this kit full of things to help people that were hurting. I mean, he saw a lot of kids, you know, they had owies and cuts and scrapes, and he would come and fix them and, 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 and even heal them. It was, it was amazing, and, and, and it, they had never seen him. In fact, the more you watched this man, the more you wanted to be around him. And Timo realized that he'd heard that this man was a prince, that he'd left the mainland, to come to the island to help people that needed help on the island. Well, it was Timo's turn, and Timo said, well, I got this big scratch on my leg. Could you help me? Actually, that can help you, said the prince. He began to ask Timo about his life, and he began to, to you know, discover, you know, what, what Timo was doing there. And, and Timo was like, man, this is the, the nicest person. In fact, the only person I can ever remember being nice to me is, is this man. And I, I, I'm just, I, I would... I, the greatest thing would be to, to be with this man forever. And, 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 and after spending some time with him, the prince says, Timo, why don't you, would you like to come and, and, and join me on the mainland? And Timo said, well, I can't. I can't get across the bridge. See, I don't have any documents. I'm, I'm not really authorized. And he said, no, no, I, I, I'm inviting you to come. And not just to come, but actually to be part of my family. And Timo says, well, I'm not worthy to be part of your family. See, I'm just an unwanted orphan. I don't have any papers. I don't even know, you know, I'm, I, I don't know what happened to my family. No one here knows me, cares about me, loves me. In fact, I think if I died tonight, no one would even worry or, or care that I died tonight. And the, and the prince says, well, it's not true. I would care. Why don't you come and join my family? Timo's like, what about the bridge? I've heard of people trying to cross the bridge. I mean, some of my friends tried to sneak underneath and they got caught on some electric wire and got, you know, fell into the water. I mean, people got arrested, sent back onto that. I mean, it's impossible to cross the bridge. And the prince says, I can get you across the bridge if you come with me. If you believe that I can help you, Timo, and that I'm serious about this offer, I'm inviting you to join my family. But if you join my family, that means you leave this behind. And you fully accept the offer and the invitation that I am giving you to join and be part of our family. It's a big family. And we would love to have you be one of our children. Timo couldn't believe it. No one wanted him. And here the prince was inviting him. So he, so he said, you know what? I, I believe. I, I, I think I, I, want, I trust you that, that, that you, what you're offering me is real and, and I'm willing to, to go with you. And so they began to move towards the bridge. And of course, everyone kind of got close to the bridge, but not too close because there were big lights, dogs, guns, guards, gates, fences. It was scary. And they were walking right towards all of that. Guards fully armed in uniforms and they're walking right towards the door and, and he's wondering what's going to happen. They're going to you know, cock their guns and, and who knows what's going to happen. And, and then as they got closer, the guards snapped to attention and they opened the door 
And they walked through the first gate. And no one said a thing to him. And Timo couldn't, couldn't believe it. How, how did I just get through that gate? And the, and the prince said, come on, let's go. And they, and they went to the next gate, which was the brick gate, which was the big gate with the desk and the dogs and the, and the metal detectors and everything. I mean, it was, it was a scary place. And he's like, oh, now I'm going to get it. Now they're going to lock me up in a room and they're never going to see me again. And, and they came to the desk and the, the prince simply said, he's with me. And they opened the door. And Timo and the prince walked through. They got into a vehicle and they began to drive across that bridge. Couldn't believe it. Never, never ever imagined that not only would he be crossing this bridge, but he would be in a, a vehicle with a prince crossing the bridge. Along the bridge, there's checkpoints, there's guns, there's dogs, there's lights flashing. And, and he's just cruising by all of it. It was like being close to the prince gave him a sense of safety and security. Pull up to this big house on the mainland. A house like he'd never, ever seen. He'd seen kind of scraps of pictures in the garbage dump of both places, but he'd never seen one like this real. I mean, in the yard, there, there's this green stuff on the ground. Grass. He'd never seen grass <laughs> growing like that before. And flowers. And, and no garbage anywhere to be seen. And he gets out of the car and he's got these dirty clothes on his hair. Grime, years of grime are accumulated in his body. And he's, he said to the prince, you know, maybe I, should, maybe I should go in the back door. Is there a back door? Is there like a basement door? Is there, is there some other side entrance for, for your slaves? I mean, I, I, I'm not, I really can't go through the main door. I mean, look at me. And the prince says, no, no, you're, you're family. We're going through the front door. You're, you're with me. The door opened. There were servants in this vast hallway. And the prince said to the servant, would you please take Timo to the room where the bath is ready? And so we got taken to this room and there was this big tub like he had never seen before with, with about eight inches of this bubbly stuff on top. You can almost hear it you know, kind of you know, sparkling away. And the servant said, would you just take off what you're wearing, throw it in this basket, and then after you've, you've washed yourself and dried off, you can put on this robe. Well, what's a robe, he says? Well, it's this, it's this garment that you put on. It has a little thing you can tie around your waist after you're done bathing, and then come in here, there'll be some fresh clothes for you here. Fresh clothes? What are those? I mean, you only wore what you could find in the pile when I mean, you lived on the island. Rarely did it fit, and rarely was it clean. And so he crawls into this tub. He had never, ever experienced warm water. Warm. Like it actually felt good. And, and he began to, to scrub and, and, and grime and grease. And dirt began to just ooze out of every pore in his body. He took this stuff and put it in his hair. And it came all, all buzzy. And then pretty soon he rinsed it out. And he could feel his hair like he had never felt it before. And his skin tone, he never realized just what skin tone he really was until that day, you know, as he sat in the tub and finally he thought, well, this has been long enough. I should get out. He gets out. He, he washed, dries off and puts on the robe. Oh, it felt so warm and fuzzy. And then he goes into the next room and there is a pile of clothes. And he picks them up and he, he holds them up and, and they look actually like they would fit him. And, he, and he, so he puts them on and, and while they actually fit, they, they're not too loose, they're not too tight. You didn't need a rope to tie on to hold them around your waist. There were no stains or holes in these clothes, no rips. They were brand new. Oh, he'd seen them in little scraps of paper, but he'd never ever put one on before. A real brand new pair of pants, a brand new shirt. And then there was socks. <laughs> wow. 
People actually wear these. He put these things on. Well, they felt kind of funny. And then, then of all things, there were a pair of shoes. No one on the island wore shoes. They just didn't have them. You couldn't find two alike. If you found them, they were ripped, torn, broken. He put on shoes. Oh, they felt kind of funny at first, but then he, he kind of made his feet feel warm and, and protected, and they began to walk. He began to walk, and, and, the, and the servant met him in the hallway and says, Okay, let's go, Timo. It's time for supper. And he walked into this large dining room filled with people. And there was the prince, and there was a place set for him. And not only that, there was his name right there. I mean, he, you know, he couldn't believe it. Timo, right there. The prince is here. There's a, there's a seat right here for you, Timo. Really? Well, of course, you're part of the family. There was a plate, a clean plate. He'd never seen a clean plate before. And there's metal things beside the plate. I mean, they didn't use metal things to eat on the island. You just kind of shoved it in before someone else grabbed it. And, and, and he, was, he would learn this is silverware. It's a fork and a knife and a spoon. And he watched what everyone else did to make sure he did it right because he had never used this stuff before. And then the food began to come out. Food, 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 food. Would you like some more, Timo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> would you like some more? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd never tasted anything. Hot food. Hot food. Fresh food. Food for him. And then at the end of the, the, the meal, Everyone kind of gets quiet. And then they bring and they put right in front of him a cake. A birthday cake. He said, well, what's this? He said, you are a new member of our family and we are celebrating today that you're here. We're so glad. And everyone began to cheer and to sing. And he just began to cry because he had never, ever known of a thing like a birthday cake. And a birthday cake for him. His name was right on it. Happy birthday, Timo. Welcome to the family. He couldn't believe it. It was like a, a dream. But it wasn't a dream. It was real. And he thought, I, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe that, that, that I am here. That I used to be there and now I'm I'm here. You see, Timo was experiencing the difference of belonging to God's family forever. The Apostle John would write in the first century a letter, a gospel about Jesus Christ. And he says in the first chapter, verse 2, but to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. That, that if you receive the invitation of the gift that the Son is offering to all of us, you get access. You get VIP access to the king's palace. And not as a guest, not as a, a stranger, not as a, a foreign ambassador, as a family member. That's the difference that Jesus makes. Timo was kind of surprised. He, he said, you know, I, I just never knew this place existed. And the prince says, yes, I go over to the island all the time and invite people over here. And he's like, well, how come, how come everyone doesn't live here? He says, because some people don't believe it. Don't believe that it's a real offer. And some people are, are so insistent on getting to the mainland on their own efforts and none of them are ever successful. The only way across the bridge is if I take you across. I gave you the authority and the permission and the right to cross that bridge. Because you're with me, you got to cross. 
And because you're with me, you're here today. You're part of my family. Jesus Christ came and died on the cross and rose again so that we can access the kingdom of God forever. But some people like the dump. They think that they are the, they like to have a king of their own little pathetic castle. They build little lives with cardboard boxes and, and discarded refuse, and they, they step on people all through their lives trying to get ahead, trying to create their own kingdoms. And the Son of God invites all of us who live in that way to join him in a better life. The life with him, in relationship with him, in relationship to the Father, through believing and receiving the Son. John would write later on to a group of churches in in this book called 1 John, and he's like, you know, look, see what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called God's children. And that's exactly what we are, he says in in 1 John 3, verse 1. That's exactly what we are. We are the children of God. See what amazing love that is. Timo experienced that in the story that I told you. And this is what each of us can experience when we believe and receive Jesus Christ as our Savior. We leave the dump and we enter the castle. We leave the unwanted, the orphaned, the rejected, and we become the loved, the beloved, the precious children of God. Christ died so that each of us could have that potential and that opportunity. And that's what New Life has been about since its very beginning. Sharing that message, that's the difference that Jesus makes. You may feel rejected in life. You may feel betrayed in life. You may feel let down by others in life. You may have, some parts of your story may resonate with Timo's story, but let me tell you, the Son of God intercepts with your life, even tonight, and invites you with him to become part of God's forever family. And you do that when you receive and believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior. That's the difference Jesus makes. And that's the difference. That's why we do what we do here as a church. That's why we're here we are Wednesday night out in the parking lot because this is such good news that we want to share. Why would you stay on the island when you can join the prince, Jesus Christ, cross the bridge and enter into God's best for your life? This is what God offers to each of us. And many, what makes up the, pe- the people of New Life Community Church is a bunch of us dump dwellers that have discovered the invitation and have entered in and are living the life as children of God, just like we were singing about here. This is what it's all about. And so I'm glad you could join us tonight. I'm glad you could hear this. If this is the first time you've heard this, understand the prince invites you personally. He knows your name. He knows your situation. He says, you can receive me, you can believe in me, and you can enter in and experience and have this inheritance with everyone else. The, the family of God, there is no cap to it. It's not like there's the, you know, health people says, well, you're only allowed 50 in heaven, Jesus. No, he's like, anytime, I'll, I'll make another room, I'll make another wing to the palace. He will make as much room as possible because God loves us that much. And so receive the gift that Jesus offers you today. And you've got neighbors and you've got friends, you've got coworkers, you've got family members who are still scrambling around the dump. And those of you that know the king, that know the prince, that know Jesus, it's our great privilege to share this opportunity with them. You don't have to live that way. You can cross the bridge, but there's only one way across, and that's with the son, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with me as we close and prepare to sing? If you've never received Jesus to, as your Savior, I just today I encourage you I, just to 
It's just where you're seated. No, no one is worthy to be a part of God's family. But Jesus Christ died on the cross so that all of us that are unworthy can come and discover that gift of grace. And you can just pray a simple prayer and say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I've messed up. I've blown it. My life is, is, is a disaster at times, and I need you. I want to, to know your love and to be in relationship with you, and so I receive you as my Savior today. I believe in you. I want to be a part of your family forever. If you pray that prayer, God hears it, and he responds, and he welcomes you and brings you into his family. Our Father in heaven, I pray this summer at New Life, that we could share the good news and the difference that Jesus makes with our community. I pray, Lord, that for each person that's gathered here that knows you, that that you would use them in in their neighborhoods, in their workplaces, when they're out camping, when they're doing things across the community at the baseball diamond, wherever they are, Lord, that, that they would be your ambassadors, your special messengers to share this wonderful message. Thank you, Lord, that we are your children, that we are part of your forever family, and that you love us and accept us unconditionally. We rejoice in this truth today. In Jesus' name we pray.